Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. I grew up with the expression, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You've heard that one before. And you know what? It's not true. I think the saying was designed to give us a snarky comeback when you're up against the wall and you really have no other way to retaliate. These childhood defense mechanisms, they might be useful sometimes, but the truth is words really can hurt. Words are powerful. Speaking as an adult, have you ever sat on a jury or watched one of those trial shows where you heard the judge say, the jury will please disregard those comments or disregard that testimony? It's hard to forget what was said, and the more powerful the words are, the harder they are to forget. And when they're used against you for a prolonged period of time, words can create a real problem. People who have been bullied can suffer from a variety of mental and physical health factors. If you're young, it can hurt your ability to form lasting relationships. If you're old, it can be hard to integrate into a workplace, which can in turn have an economic impact. So words can hurt, most definitely. And it's all about how you use your words, because the same word can have a very different meaning. And the tone you use and how you express it, that's quite important. That is Paulo Iglesias, and she wrote a book about all of this so that we can learn how to teach the impact of words and how to use them properly to our kids. My name is Paolo Iglesias. This is my first book. It's called Words Choose Wisely. Words Choose Wisely is about knowing what you say to people and the impact that that might have on them. It's not something that you can't control. That was sort of what led me to write the book because it's not just on a personal note, but it, it effect, it's something that it affects, that can affect everybody. It's true. Bullying does not discriminate. And it's a global problem that's often mistaken as a rite of passage into adulthood. Can we call that an urban myth or just an incorrect statement? Anyway, it's not true. And one of the things I liked about this book was that it finds its inspiration in the author's personal life. I wrote it coming out of a situation of uh, what we call domestic conflict, I suppose. I was quite affected over the years by the words that were used against me the controlling manner in which words were used. And I realized the impact, the incredible impact it had on me and the devastating impact it had on my children as a result of that. It's all about bullying. And since bullying is a global issue, she released her book in three different languages, French, English, and Spanish. And she enlisted the help of her 13-year-old son to do the illustrations, which was just brilliant. He uses stick figures that are remarkably expressive. The images are very simple, very clear, um, from the perspective of a child. There's one of the drawings where there's two people who are happy and you can see that in his bubble head, he's people around the table and everybody's laughing. And then in the other image, he's drawn the bully or the person being accused, accusing the other child or insulting the other child with another bubble over his head and you can see his family is tense and upset. So it's the image that you bring, you bring other things to the words that you say. It's great because you can clearly see what's happening and that's what this is all about. Simple, effective communication about an important issue. The drawings not only help kids to understand what's being said, they also help parents to think about how they use words. Bullies are not born bullies. There's always a background to that. And 
how parents talk to each other, it's, it's a start, or how parents talk to their kids will make them feel a certain way. So that, that's the premise of this whole book <laughs> was, was that context. And if you see something, say something. Now, I know that was an expression created to raise public awareness of terrorism, but it still applies here. One of the big things is is if you see something that's not right, stop it or say, look, this isn't right. Stand up for those who are being spoken to poorly. Say, no, this is not acceptable. We don't do that. To have the courage to do that. I know it's difficult to have courage to do these things. Giving our kids the courage to be able to do that starts at home. Think about how words are used in your home, the kinds of things that are being said. Is there a better way to get your point across? Are there things being said that maybe shouldn't be? You're so incapable. You're unable to do this. You're so this. Those are the words that you walk away saying, I'm incapable, I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not a good mum. What are you saying? And it sits, sits and it goes around and around and around. and. those are the power of words. See, they don't leave bruises that you can see. Not like a bruise. A bruise will, you know, it'll go away. You'll have a memory or I was hit or whatever, but that'll go away. But that you're incapable. You're not smart. You're not clever. That just... So if you haven't discovered the moral of our story today, kids, it's that words do hurt. They can leave greater bruises and punches. So choose your words wisely. And a great way to learn how to do that is by reading the book, Words Choose Wisely by Paulo Iglesias. It's available online wherever you like to buy books. My goal to change the world one word at a time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yes, that is true. We have to start somewhere because our kids are watching and listening. And that will do it for this edition of NewsGram from webtalkradio.com. 